We need a fucking engineer. <laughs> I love driving 90 minutes only to sit here for 90 minutes while you figure <sighs> out how the fuck to record this turd of a show. Sorry about that. That's all right. We had uh, technical difficulties. You know, I can't complain because, uh, again, you're just always so unpredictable. I uh, grabbed a bottle of red wine on the way down here. It's so insufferably fucking hot. I get down here. I open the door. You greet me with a nice hug as always. Armpits coming at me because you wear those muscle shirts. I don't shave my armpits, by the way. I'm not going to do that for you. Well, I'm not asking for that. All right, good. No, that's just weird. Um, I said, God, I wish you drank white wine. Oh, I do. I love white wine. I have some. Would you like some? What? You always drink red. Well, you, you lead me upstairs, and wouldn't you know it, you had all kinds of chilled wine options from Mexico. I couldn't believe it. And I got to choose the Sauvignon Blanc, Chenin Blanc, La La, La La, what is it? La Lave. Yave. Yave, La Yave Blanca, 2014. It's, it's Valle de Guadalupe from Baja. That's where you go swim with whale sharks. That's right. Wow. They have a whole cool wine, kind of the Paso Robles of uh, Baja up there. So I can't complain with Don't that. Don't complain. I got the wine. I got the hummingbirds. The rest of my life is a fucking farce. We just need an engineer to fucking <laughs> deal with this. Play engineer, uh, co-host, editor. What's the last one we did with uh, your band partner? Now, what's Chevy. going on? The color up is on hiatus? Little hiatus. What's going on? Um, the singer, Chevy's mother, got sick. So yeah. he had to go take care of her. But we're, we'll be back. Real mama's boy, huh? That's really He loves nice. his mom. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, there, I forget. Is there anyone else that could have taken care of her? He was the guy. Right. Yeah. So, so what does that mean for you, though? Like, he, he, did he basically say, I don't know how long this is going to last? No, he told me about a month. A month. Okay. We're so almost it's there. just a month. That's nothing. No, well, it wasn't a big and deal. And you're still checking in with him? Oh, yeah. Reg- oh, that's good. We'll, we'll be back soon. You, you, you know the status updates of his life still? Yeah, I'm in touch. Yeah. We're writing songs, and we'll be gigging pretty soon. Oh, that's good. I got to ask you a question. What? You always have a myriad of... <laughs> Complete physical meltdowns. Why are you asking this? I have to ask because I care about you. My armpits care about you. Yeah. Uh, what's up with you? I mean, are you going to live another month? I hope not. Are you not. getting headaches? No, no. Actually, uh, I was doing really well. And then uh, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but on a particularly busy week, I had a lot of social events. Um, I woke up and I was super itchy all over my body and then i started to develop like what i thought were rashes Mm -hmm. but it was an all over body breakout and it was terrifying i'm like what the fuck is this now and it was so itchy and so awful and so uncomfortable and then the shit blew up in my face like i was i had red bumps like all over me i thought i had chicken pox Wow. Which I had when like I was swollen a kid, and you red can, and yeah, pus I, leaking out. Well, I don't know about the pus. I thought I had dumb measles, which I thought it was inoculated against. But you know, measles is making a big comeback because all these anti-vaxxer fucks don't vaccinate. Now we're now we're all doomed. The plague is coming back. Typhoid's coming back. All kinds of wonderful things. So I'm like, what is going on? It is coming back. It's not even a sequel. It's actually a prequel. Because it's, it's all been happening before. Oh. Yeah, so this is the the, yeah, yeah. the the plague from before. Totally. It's a total prequel. 
Well, I'm already plagued, so now I've got a new plague. So I go to the doctor. <laughs> You're a plague man. And my usual doctor was out of town. This guy was very sweet, but he had no idea what was going on. Like, he could not look at my skin and identify it. So then he brought in another doctor. Now three doctors are in the room. Well, it could be this. It could be that. It could, have you ever had the measles? Have you ever had the chicken pox? Well, how about this? Well, how about that? So they put me on a bunch of things. Nothing. Nothing helped. And it just got worse and worse and worse. And they said, oh, God, you got to go see a, a you know, dermatologist. So I go see the dermatologist. And, you know, I know I'm ugly, but I'm, very, <laughs> I'm, a, very, ugly. I'm a very vain. Did you say I'm not that ugly? Thanks said, a lot. No, no, I said you're not ugly. Uh, well, I, uh, and I'm, you're not that ugly. I'm very vain. So uh, having this shit off my face was priority one. The good news is I got out of all of those social obligations I told you about. Cause well, you hate that anyway. Yeah. Great so, excuse. Oh, I, I had, can't come because my face is full of chicken pox. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had, uh, I mean, I had to get out of my acting class that I was taking. I had to get out of a graduation party that I was actually looking forward to just because it's all my friends. And No, I bailed out of everything to take care of this. And after a series of different meds and different thises and different thatses, I was finally put on this sort of like uh, antibacterial drug. Well, in the end, it turned out that I had some sort of, my body had some sort of spectacular allergic reaction to something. Oh. We still don't know what the problem But you was. took some medication that your body just said, nope. I mean, I don't know what was going on. The, the, no, Could the meds help. food? No, the How meds help. Well, I don't know. And, and that's what they would ask, like repeatedly ask me, uh, do you go hiking? No, I don't hike. I don't hike in L.A. I'm not going to hike in L.A. is filthy. The mountains are filthy. I'm not going to hike at Runyon where I got to listen to some fucking yoga pants and a man bun pitch his uh, script idea to his, his uh, d- d- Tinder date. No. So bottom line is I had three years of allergy shots. I had three-tier sinus surgery. And I am more fucked with allergies than I've ever been. I am the boy in the plastic bubble, and yet I continue to dwell outside. Your body resists all attempts of help. Yes. You're the anti-help. It's really weird. Wow. So, so it mostly totally cleared up, which was great. But, you know, I was sleeping in a separate room. My wife didn't want to touch me. You're I was sequestered. I was sequestered. It was by you and Malcolm. Thing. <laughs> it was me and Malcolm, and sometimes Barney Fife would come in. Oh, Barney. So uh, so now it's funny because it's all died down a little bit, but I still get these little blemishes that pop up that are, that are very uncomfortable. So I had to get a new round of medications <laughs> that are sprays and ointments, and it comes from a compounding place in Santa Monica. So right before I came here, I was stuck at a compounding pharmacy, Waiting for this stuff. Are they making a special compound for making you? Making a special like compound. The Max for me. Cookie Lixer. Max Cooks compound. Put this on your face. Yes. We just mixed it. Yes. It's full of mud yes. and filth yes. and dread. Yes. And you'll feel better. Oh, Jesus. So now I'm dealing with that. Here's, the, here's even better than that. My eyesight is so bad. I don't know <laughs> what happened. When I went to the eye doctor. You're actually wearing glasses. Well, you, know, you normally wear sunglasses. I know, but I have a reason for that. So, uh,. I, uh, my eye doctor, you know, said, here, I'm going to give you the um, progressive lenses. This was months ago. Thank God I have an appointment with her next week. The progressive lenses are terrible. So I got these new glasses, and then the contacts are uh, monovision. So I've got 
One, my right <laughs> eye is for up close. My left eye is for distance. Those don't work for shit. Then she's looking deeper into my eye and she goes, oh my God, how did this happen? You have a cataract. Oh. Oh yeah, in my right Holy eye. Holy shit. Oh yeah. So I have a cataract in my right eye. I'm like, well, what does that mean? She goes, oh, well, insurance won't cover it until it's 2040. Until you're blind. But yours is 2030. <laughs> Once it gets to 2040, we can... Oh, this is my... Oh, re- great. Oh, how weird. My, Thanks. I, my optometrist is calling. Right now. Hold on. I'm going to put her on speaker. Hi there, Burbank Optometric. Hi there. <laughs> um, so yes, this is Amelia calling from Burbank Optometric. Hi, Amelia. Um, so <laughs> I got your message, and unfortunately, due to us being under construction, we just don't have any sample contacts we can give you in the meantime. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know. No so I just want to call you. and let you know, and then, and then, yeah, we'll be seeing you next week. All right. Well, thank you anyway. Of course. You have a great day. You too. Bye. Do you see my that, life? That was unfucking believable. My life, ladies and gentlemen, that was absolutely not planned. No, that was that wasn't amazing. Do you believe my life? There's no fucking samples for you. Uh, and, and is each contact like a million dollars? Okay, so I'm still telling the, the right, thing. right. So she goes, until you're 2040, I need you to go get a blood test to see if you have diabetes. 2040. I, I don't have the diabetes. I know I don't have the diabetes. So I go through the blood test for the diabetes. Now, with this skin thing, I had to go through the deepest blood test of my life. They drew six files out of me to figure out what the fuck was wrong. They still couldn't figure it out. And now, as as you just heard, I was down to two contacts. I open up the left eye, and it's all shriveled up. Oh fuck! Something happened in the in the little it, eye. It just got the you contact know, dehydrated or something. It got dehydrated. So this little tiny crispy fucking fucked contact is what I was facing this morning. Because I have an alert on my phone: change your contacts biweekly. Because I'm on the two weekers with the contacts. Okay. <laughs> so now I had one contact left, which I'm like, all right, well, I'll put this one in my right eye. I'll call them up. I'll get another contact for my left eye and I'll coast on fumes into next week and then hopefully we'll get everything taken care of. But you just heard what happened. Now, as far as the glasses, I said to myself, well, until then I can just wear glasses, but I don't know if you've noticed, but the glasses I'm wearing have black electrical tape <laughs> yeah. on one of the arms. You must be an engineer. And the reason for that, and these were very expensive glasses, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Barney is curled up, my, my little chug, Chihuahua pug, Barney Fife is curled up in a little ball. And I was a little, uh, I was a little happy, so to speak. So I went over to start making out with him, you know, right before bedtime. So I set the glasses on the floor, started making out with my dog. I stand up, crunch, I totally smashed these. So you did. You know how many times I've sat on these or stepped on these or dropped these? We've got to get a picture of that. <laughs> Put it on the Facebook page. That'll be the picture of the next episode. So, dude, now I have no contacts. Broken glasses. Broken glasses tied with black electrical tape. And I brought a roll of black electrical tape to reinforce it in case the arm pops out. I tell you what, I can't do it anymore. That is frustrating, it is agonizing, and it probably only happens to you. <laughs> Can I also say something? I'm just switching I'm gears. I'm a good I, guy. You are a good guy. I, you are a good I'm guy. I'm a generous guy. You're I give, generous. I give to charity. You do, you know, you're I, charitable. I'm charitable. I, I was actually out once with you, and we got approached by 
a homeless person. Yes. And you gave that homeless person 20 bucks. I did. I did. I well, couldn't first believe it. Of all, that was very generous. Well, I don't know what it was about her, but she just told a story just in her thing. And it's so funny. She's walking across the street downtown. It's Lorenzo, me, and Brett. We're going to see the Public Image Limited documentary, which is awesome. She's walking across the street. I said, honey, what are you doing in the middle of the street? She says, I'm crossing the street. I'm like, well, here, have you eaten? And I just threw her a $20 bill. And the because- look on her face was was shock. Yeah. Well, she couldn't believe that somebody would do that. And you know what? It's fine. If she went and spent it on um, booze, if she went and spent it on drugs, I don't care. As long as she had a night where she didn't have to think about right. her problems. But the thing that was really unbelievable, she gave it back to you to buy new contacts. She said, look, buy some contact lessons. You need this more than I do. And I love how my, I got to see a new uh, optometrist. I love how my place goes and has constructions so they can't even access right. the samples. How is that possible? We have samples, just not for you. We've given all of our samples out to people we like better than and you. And I'm so nice to them. So you have I to go, pay for make, everything I, that you want. Oh, God. You know what I just realized? We what? had so much technical difficulty. Yeah. I was so wrapped up yeah. in trying to get this recorded that I, I left the doors open. Oh, you, can, you so do you need to close the doors? If you hear cars and planes and birds and stuff, it's because the fucking doors You know, open. you might want to do it because, you. well, I guess we don't hear any you know, wind. Why do you, keep talking. I'm going to go close the door. We don't hear any wind. No, but I'm going to close right, the door. All right, anyway. he's, he's taking, Sorry about that. He's taking off his headphones. He's setting them on the headphone or the mic stand. He's getting up you know, in a weird little dainty trot. A barefoot, dainty. I have to look at his bare feet. I'm wearing uh, little socks, but I got fucking Fred Flintstone over here. That's what I need. So he's closing everything up. Now it's going to be even hotter in here. It doesn't make any difference anyway because it's all a big sweaty shit box. Not your place, just life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we're quieter. I don't know. I just realized that. No, uh, this is better. Okay. Uh, how you doing, man? You know, ne- see, you never have these problems. I suffer and I suffer and I suffer, and you just. Coast through life in a in a coma. Well, in my family, in my little bubble, you're you're like Jesus. You suffer for everybody. So I feel like I I've really suffered do. because of how much suffering you yeah, do. Yeah. I'm sort of pre-suffered. Yeah. So I don't I mean I not that I have a perfect life, but you you suffer for everybody. Oh, you everybody. have a perfect life. I suffer for everybody. <laughs> really do. Because I take you care of everybody. Christ like in my eyes. I, I go to the grocery store so many times. I swear to God, yesterday I was gonna I love my wife. I was gonna kill my wife yesterday. I was gonna take her little head and squish it against the thing. So I, I'm like, honey, I'm going to the store. How is, um, you know, we like to have, uh, we're starting to have more meatless meals, you know, so I'm tr- trying to get creative with pasta. And so I'm like, do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want this? Text me back. I mean, 90 minutes later. Yeah, I also want a Caesar salad. So make sure you get Caesar dressing and we need more fresh Parmesan. And we ne- now, Lorenzo, I was already home by the time she responds to me. It, I tell you, if it's a work text, oh, she's right on top of it. But me, yeah, we'll get to him. I, I'm like, honey, I've already gone to the store. I've already gotten all the supplies. I've already gotten to this. I've already gotten to that. But what am I going to do? What am I going to do, Lorenzo? You're going to go back out? As soon as I'm done here, I'm going to go back on that fucking 405. I'm going to sit there for eight years. I'm going to get off at Laurel. I'm going to uh, pull into Gelson's only because that's the most convenient market. And I'm going to go in and I'm going to buy the goddamn Parmesan. And that's love. That's that going back. What do I get out of it? I'm smart. Not like everybody says, I'm smart and I want respect. That's my uh, Fredo from Godfather Part 2. That was really good. Thank you. But you're, you know, I think your wife is still going to have you killed, so. Fredo, you're nothing to me now. You're not a friend. 
you're not a brother. I don't want to know you or what to do. When you show up with Caesar salad, I want to know a week in advance so I won't be Mikey. I think your wife is going to appreciate it. And then after dinner, she'll go back to basically loathing you. What do you got? What do I got? I got, uh, I'm doing music and uh, I'm going to San Francisco on a, oh, yeah? just a five day little jaunt. Oh, I'm sorry. I know it's terrible. Just for no reason at for all. For no it's reason go at all. I'm going to go up there years. for five years and just five fuck days. around. And walk the Golden Gate I and sit in Golden Gate Park and go to North Beach and get Italian food. Hey, what's it's going be on? Are, are people jumping as like they used to from Golden Gate? I, I, really, I, don't, I don't hear it a lot. I don't either. And I, know, I, I hear it actually more from L.A. bridges. People are jumping yes, here in L.A. Yes. way more than San Francisco. I, I think it's great when people jump off bridges. And, and there was a documentary. It thins actually. out the herd, don't it you does. think? Absolutely. There was a documentary about it where a guy set up a hidden camera. Oh, I wish I remember what it was called. The Bridge, I think, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, off Golden Gate, and you just one after the other over the course of like two months. Wow! You see the jumps, and he do they play up. Van Halen's jump as they're doing it? Well, you might as well jump, right. jump. Deal with your problems that way. Uh, so they caught up with some of the excuse me jumpers' wow. families. Yeah, that's a very compelling dot, but I don't know if you can find that one anymore because it's so dark and sad. Speaking of dark and sad. I tell you what, I, I am getting more fed up with social media than ever. So you, you were right all along. I'm going to give you that because you cannot scroll down without accidentally seeing, you know, animal abuse videos. Everything. Like people will post It's all this that. shit you really don't want to see. I'm not warned. I'm not warned. So Twitter, I think, is a decent news source because so, uh, it's the most up to date. So I was on Twitter this morning and wouldn't you know it, there was a clip of an ice raid that broke my fucking heart, okay? So you see that, because, you know, one of the things is they're telling people to film this stuff when these agents come into your place, film everything. But this guy answered the door. So it's this guy, and he's wearing, like, a green fluorescent shirt with a logo on the back. Mm-hmm. Ice kind of thing? No, no, this is the, the, the guy that they were capturing. Oh. Uh, just this sweet little Hispanic dude and his family, they're all crying, they're all blubbering. You can tell he works for like construction, so he's doing his thing, he's working hard, he's being a dad, and these ICE agents start pound, pound, you know, pounding on the door, and the wife films him going outside, and they put their arm around him, and they start to take him away, and he turns around and is screaming back at his family, I love you, I'm sorry, you know, they're screaming and crying, why did this guy have to go? I thought we were only going after uh, criminals, criminals, and, drug dealers. and rapists, and murderers, yeah. and human traffickers. There, there's no discernment. Why are we going after this sweet little man? Leave him in the country to work and, he, and support his family. Because he's just a number on a list. They're not going through everyone's individual story. There's no compassion there. We don't live in very compassionate times, as far as at least the government's concerned. So no one gives a shit. Listen, I know one minute we're saying thin the herd and the next, you know, I'm crying about a nice video. But, but the truth is, look, that, that's dark comedy versus reality. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just really sickened and saddened by everything now. Well, social media doesn't help. Right. You know, it's, it has its place. And you know my opinion. We've had different episodes on it. Yeah. But most of the time, I think 
it actually is frustrating and actually kind of hurtful and boring more than helpful, in my opinion. No, it's it's so definitely it's got its place if you want to promote yourself, if you're in a band, if you're yeah. an and artist, for me, it's if you very have an fun event. and creative to, to. It's great for marketing, yeah, but it isn't really a great. But for you see what I social post. happiness. I post, I post movie reviews and I post like little weird things that happen to me in real life that are that are that I think for me are fun. But boy, I'm just getting tired. Yeah. I'm just it's it's starting to wear down. It becomes my soul. this slog of, you know, mostly useless information yeah. that kind of just clouds. And then your this brain. morning you got you got old Bob Mueller on the stand and, and we're waiting for something big again and I, I don't know where these people get their expectations. Nothing happened. No. It was the same thing. He kept saying, Look at the report, look at the report, look at the report. There's no, there, there, there's no empathy. There's no uh, well now I'm I'm back to ice, but there, there, nothing's happening. No matter what is going on this this abomination sitting in the White House is going to keep winning and he's going to keep he's going to stay there and he's going to be back again and I got to tell you not to get too <laughs> high on my horse but I ain't turned on by any of the Democrats people no not yet none of the people coming out for for 2020 I ain't into it yeah I ain't into it it's got to be somebody that can just you know it's funny it's not just really voting for the Democrat if you are a Democrat it's just, besides the person, it's just trying to vote for anyone to get rid of him. Yeah. You know, so it really isn't about that person being yeah. good. It's like, who's the best person to possibly get rid of him? Yeah. So it's more about him still than it is about the Democratic nominee. Yeah. So that's kind of a drag. You but, know, you know, just going back to what you said, though, about, you know, compassion and everything and that ice and that, you know, uh, the, the, the mood of the country is kind of fucked. To me... And we actually said this in, in, in future discussions, or future. <laughs> we future said, discussions? We said this in future discussions. Wow, you in have my a head. third eye, haven't Yeah, you? I guess my third eye has opened up. I think all it can really do, at least the way I look at it, is that it's going on. You see how fucked things are. The best retaliation to do is just, in your own little bubble, be the best person you can. Yeah. Just be as nice and compassionate as you can yeah. to counterbalance what's yeah. going on. That's all you can really do in your own little world That's and all I'm of our little to bubbles. Do, man. Just be a nice person. I'm trying. And I think there's going to be a domino effect. So if you see a homeless person, don't judge them. Help them out. And if you need contacts, just buy them. <laughs> <laughs> and just help your fellow person as much as you can. And I think that just helps the I, I do appreciate, so. though, when, when uh, someone, uh, even if I don't fucking know them, you know, but if... If someone on Facebook decides for my birthday they're going to raise certain money for charity, I always thought that that was a, a nice little additive. Yeah. And it was only, I think, in the past couple of years, it seems, with Facebook. But like last year, I did it for the... I don't think I'm going to do it this year because I'm just going to give people a, a break. Plus, I've I've been giving to charity this year, like, and I need to kind of calm down a little bit because it, <laughs> it gets a little it gets a little much. But uh, but I but I I see something and I do have a very emotional knee jerk reaction. So call me a snowflake all you want, but I don't want to just react and get upset. I want to find out the backstory as to why these things are happening. But that's being a mature adult, right? That's why I'm, I'm trying to do that more. But last year I raised two thousand bucks. Wow. For um, uh, Road Dogs, which was the the organization. Um, Nikki Dogfather, you know, she's the gal I got Mickey and Malcolm from. So that was really great. And, and again, I didn't just ask for fucking money. Hey, help me out. Help these dogs out. You know, that's what people do. No one gets creative. I made videos. I brought in my own. This is a road dog. This is Malcolm. I adopted him. Here's old footage of Mickey. And those videos, that's the shit that was making people go into their pockets. Right. You don't just... Uh, 
Watch this video and be outraged. Okay, now I'm outraged. Now Why what? did I watch that? Now what? Yeah. That's, that's stupid. Yeah, you can't do anything. That's stupid. It just actually makes you more angry. I mean, yeah. you know what's going on anyway, so now it's just, this is what's going on, and it's in your face. Yeah. Just be angry, and, and, yeah. and now you're basically, you know, Howard Beale in Network, and you're going to go to your <laughs> window and say, I'm as mad as hell, That's a good and reference. I'm not going to take it anymore, and we're back to that now. Yeah. You know, so how much has society actually changed? Yeah, boy, so I, uh, I got to make some real changes, and it's funny, you know, uh, I have this deadline I've set for myself with with my horror project. I want it out there by the end of October, and we are in, working in overtime right now. We got, but uh, it's coming great, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I just and you just asked me to be a bloody yes, victim in it. You're gonna I'm going to be a bloody victim. We're, we're going to see Lorenzo act, and we're going to say the title, right? Sure, Red Leaf Red Complex. Leaf I've Complex. talked about it. Before. Yeah. So Red Leaf Complex is this amazing web series. It's going to be well, 12 parts. we don't parts. know if it's amazing yet. You know what? I know you and I know Brett. It's going to be amazing. It's, it's I have r- faith. It's roughly 14, but here's the exciting 14. thing. 14. All right. Well, I'm proud so, that some I'm going to be are, a are bloody... Longer and shorter than... Dying... Oh, you're going to be great. Mutant in it. So, uh... Boy, this Spanish wine, man, it keeps it's making... It's giving me... a gas, dude. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I don't burp when I drink wine. <laughs> Excuse me, audience. I'm sorry. Uh, what was I talking about? You're talking oh. about Red Leaf Complex. Yeah, so I just turned in my first, uh, our first fully edited episode, while well, I'm doing the editing, uh, to Brett yesterday for scoring, because there's a lot of music involved in this oh, episode. Oh, he's, he's got a big job ahead so of him. So we wanted to make sure that uh, he had this one now. Nice. It felt so good to get that fucker in Dropbox. It, right. It, it was like the first true And you're letting it go. It's done. Sign of... You're not well, gonna, not he's, gonna, he's got to add the score. No, but you're not going to tweak it and re-edit it. I'm going to tweak and edit until the very end. Really? Oh, okay. A- every episode. It's mostly done, but I'm going to find something. Like once it gets to the point, probably in September, early October, where we're looking at everything again. We don't need that. Let's get rid of this. Let's trim this up a bit. This is a little indulgent, but I tell you what, Lorenzo, the best thing about this project, the best thing about it is no one is saying no. N- except Chevy. But he had a good excuse. He had to work. Oh, well, he didn't say no. He just had to work. Right. He exactly. wants to do it. He wanted to be another bloody victim. And there was one can. actress who uh, I, I, I wrote this script and I sent it to her and she flipped out. I probably talked about this, but you know, she kind of flipped out and said, this is too close to home. This is exactly what's going on with me and my mother right now. This is this. This is that. Fair enough. We'll work with her again down the road. Blessing in disguise because my friend Sherry Strahl stepped into the role and destroyed it. She was so magnificent. Great. So it's, it, I'm starting to like get really excited about it. You should be. It's very homemade, but I think for some reason, I think that it's going to really be cool. I, I think people are going to like, oh, like especially people in my universe, all of my friends, I think it's going to be like, whoa, I didn't see this coming. Well, also, it's also hard to get perspective when you're in something because you're in it. So, you know, but like anything, whether it's a, a band putting out a CD or right. you even go to see right. a, a concert of, yeah. of me or, or a right, friend, right, right. you know, you as, as the creator of something, yeah. you invite your friends, you don't know if they're going to like it yeah. and they might not. And that's the risk. Right. But you got to do it. So you throw it out there and you hope that people are going to generally say, this is fucking great. Yeah. So they I'm not going to, I'm not going to lock down that it's going to come out in October. But no, you that's, shouldn't. That's the goal. Cause it's a big project. Yeah. It's huge. Well, that's uh, cool. But here's, here's what I want to talk about. Are you kidding? I went to Vegas a couple weeks ago, not by choice because Nicole had her um, human resources convention out there. So we, it's you loose in Vegas while she is. <laughs> 
yeah. at HR getting inundated by HR rules. And let me tell you something. The first thing we did when we drove in was go to Mad Men, which is... Uh, Medmen. Medmen, correct. Yes. Sorry. Which is Get the, some edibles. The, yes. So they, they, it's a whole different deal in, uh, in Nevada. Why? Well, I don't know if it's like that everywhere. They but have it here. Well, I know, but, but here you can go in, grab a bag of gummies and leave. Out there uh, at the MedMen there, uh, <laughs> this was even before. Is we there a strip club attached to it? Or? Our room? I wish. Yeah. No, but, but you're basically doing all the shopping on the floor, but there's nothing tangible. So you have to basically place your order with a, a weed rister. I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> a weed rister? Oh, a weed rister. I'm, I'm trying to mix weed and barista. Like a sommelier? A yeah. weed lier? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you place your order through her because you really can't tell. You're looking at pictures of the can of gummies. Right. You, you're, not, you're not getting a description. You're just... It's hoping. like going to a sushi restaurant yeah. and you're ordering from the pictures of yeah. sushi. Yeah. So yeah. you're ordering from the pictures of weed or, or <laughs> yeah. the pictures of, of edibles. Pictures of edibles <laughs> right. inside I want can. number N12, yeah. R16, and 2. Right. So she stands right there, punches up your shit, and then says, okay, go over here and wait in line. I'm like, okay, number 555. Five, five. You know, I mean, you come up and you get your stuff. So I was like, okay, but I don't even know if these are going to be any good. I don't, I just saw. So it just, sounds like they could actually just do it with vending machines, actually. I know, they really should. Yeah. They really should, man. So, but that was very interesting. So we okay. had the gummies, but dude, you know me. I mean, I know you with your Airbnb, but we, me with my hotel situation, it's got to be nice. We stayed in such a dump. <laughs> well, you know, you always rag Airbnbs. If you stayed in a dump, you realize that air, your every single sheet and pillowcase is just littered with semen and bugs. You know that, right? Uh, yeah, thanks. But but the point is, well, you rag on the other. We brought our dogs. You, you, you're you're blind to the fact that you're swimming. Yeah. In okay. So filth. how many Airbnbs allow two dogs? Uh, some. Uh huh. Not a lot. Exactly. Okay. So we brought our dogs because okay. that's who we are. All right. So and it was a dog trip too. It was a dog trip as well, right. even though it was 120 degrees outside, which sucked, but. Boy, oh boy, man! I tell you, we walked into this. It was, it was like sweets, you know, and and I like that, you know, especially like. But I'm like, how? Didn't you show me this website, Nicole? Yeah, I showed this to you. I, I said, but it looks so much better on the website. Like big, beautiful pools. Most of them were drained, <laughs> right? And then I walked in, and I usually, if I walk into a hotel room, I don't. I don't smell any. I walked into this place, and there was a must. <laughs> it's it, it it smelled corpsey, not not corpsey. corpsey. Instead of a Motel Six, was it like a Motel Four? It was called the Aztec Palms or something. <laughs> so I'm like, Palms. it's musty. It's also stuffy in here. All right, I'm gonna go over to the thermostat. Stay at what was that? I'm gonna go over to the thermostat. Spanish wine, uh, Mexican wine. Uh, that's the same thing, right? No, no. I didn't think so. Spanish wine is from Spain. Spain, correct. So I go over to the um, to the uh, thermostat. All right, I'm going to turn this down to 65. It's getting hotter in the room. I don't understand. <laughs> completely backwards. Dude, they lock down at 74. They oh don't allow God. you. 74? You may That's feel really like you're hitting that thermostat to go down. You're not. Wow. Yours. They, they, they stick it. So I call the front desk. I'm like, what is going on with this air conditioning? Oh, yeah, we lock it at 74. Well, then why do you allow me to poke it down to 68? Because we love to fuck with you. Huh? What? 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 I was so upset. So then I decided, ah, fuck it. I'll just take a gummy. So basically, <laughs> the days when Nicole was out 
you know, uh, at the HR thing. Plus, I'm driving her to the HR thing when she wasn't Ubering, so I can't get too messed up because i got to drive. Right. So my days were spent what I thought was going to be reading and editing and hanging out in the cool air. You are her Uber because then when she's ready to get picked Dude, up. I'm sitting there like a driver. I'm sitting there waiting. Oh, and here's another thing. Maid service, terrible. I don't expect you to change my fucking sheets, but just bring me some fresh towels and maybe take out the trash. That's all I ask, and I'll give you a nice fat tip at the end. Dude, I did all of my own housekeeping. The maids wouldn't come, and I kept seeing them at the end of the hallway, and I can't leave the dogs with the maids cleaning up. Right. I've got to take the dogs, and what am I going to do? Take them outside in 120-degree weather? So I just sat there all four days inside this thing and did nothing. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't focus enough or relax enough. I just sat and waited uh, for Nicole to call to go pick her up. It was terrible. It was a nightmare. A nightmare. It was a nightmare. It was all about leaving Las Vegas, actually. But I'll tell you what, two high points. Besides the gummy bear high. Yes. We, uh, (laughs) so several years ago, I was at a yard sale. I don't go to them anymore. But uh, I always like to look at the box of DVDs that people are putting out for yard sales because you never know what you're going to... You find some real treasures. Oh, absolutely. So I I went in. It's like, you know, 50 cents for DVDs. Okay, so I'm looking. I pull out Carrot Top Live. Oh. And I'm like, I've always been intrigued by Carrot Top. He's great. But I don't know if I've ever actually seen the dude. It's performance art is what it is. Right. Well, I didn't know. So, so you, and it all ties into you, remember? Sort so, of. So, I'm like, holy fuck. Let, let me buy this. Well, that was years ago. Then I forgot all about it. So, I say to Nicole, hey, remember that Carrot Top DVD? Or she says to me, remember that Carrot Top DVD you bought? We should put that on since I just got us two tickets to Carrot Top. Let's do it! Dude, the, the DVD was horrendous. However, the live show... He's at the Luxor. He's been there for 16 years. Long time. Yeah. The live show, I, I swear to God, 40 minutes in, I almost left because if I didn't stop laughing, I really? was going to It was die. that funny. It, I, I swear to God, this dude is not, a, I, mean, I know he's a prop guy and the props are very funny and, and, and goofy and all that, but he came out on stage. He does this show so many times, dude. He comes out on stage. I thought he was... I thought he was on pills. Like, I thought he was um, heavily medicated. Well, he might be on roids because, you know, he got into bodybuilding. Well, I looked, he, I looked at his body. he's ripped. He is. I follow him on, fa- um, on, on all social media platforms, especially his Instagram. He's shirtless all the time. I once wrote, Carrot, shouldn't you be wearing sunscreen? You know, he's very ripped and weird. But, uh, but, no, he came out with his eyes closed as if he was sleepwalking. And for Two hours, dude, he destroyed us. Wow. We were laughing so hard because it's not just about the props. He has this stream of consciousness thing going where he's basically bashing his own show. Okay. Why did I say that? Why did I do that? Oh, what? Wait, I shouldn't have brought that up. So he's self-effacing. Self-effacing, telling stories from the past. There There was a great little clip show behind him. I fell in love with Carrot Top that night, dude. And it's so funny. I said to Nicole, we got to get, if there's a new DVD, we got to get it. And it was the same goddamn DVD uh, at his merch counter okay. that I bought like in the 90s. Right. You know? And the show was from the 90s. I'm like, Carrot, you need to update your shit. But uh, so that was a lot of fun. He was magnificent. I'm a big, big Carrot Top fan now. You're, and if, you're I tell people, if I tell people about Carrot Top, they, they don't want to hear it. Right. 
Because a lot of people think he's really cheesy. But he is cheesy, but, but boy. Oh, and then it tied into you. So, so then of. I find out that you have a piece of music in mm-hmm. the only film he ever starred in called right. Chairman of the Board. That's right. <laughs> I do. And I was like, we got to watch that. And you're like, I've seen it. Yeah, I was actually, I went to, not the premiere, but when it came out in the theater. Oh, really? Yeah, I went to the theater to see it, and there were five people in there. Oh. And the only reason why we stayed was actually for the credits. We wanted to see our of name course. in the credits. So everybody stayed for the credits because I realized everybody in the theater was only there oh, because they funny. had something to do with the movie. What was the band? Because the movie wasn't really great. You had a name? Although Raquel Welch is in the movie. Mm. She looks pretty hot. But the movie was kind of dumb. So, what was the name of the band for the music? Uh, I was in a band called Brazil 2001. Brazil 2001. And at the end credits, there's a, we have a song called Tahiti 96. How cool is that? And you'll see Tahiti 96 by uh, us. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely making it a top priority to rent Chairman of the Board it's, now. It's okay. Since I'm so high on carrot. It's kind of weird. Uh, and then we saw uh, Absinthe. I never which saw was that. fantastic. Is it a it's, show? It's a Cirque-like show. Oh. But you know what absinthe is, right? I know what the drink is. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's you know, the Green Devil. Every, you can drink absinthe there. And then it's a very dark and raunchy, fucked up, dirty, filthy show. And the MC was fantastic. He was like a guy talking like this. All right, fuck it. And I, I swear to God, it was so weird in this day and age to have him say things like, all right, let's bring the black dude up because God knows, you know, because like these two black guys came in kind of late. Oh, two guys are late. Oh, guess what? They're black. Big surprise. Get your asses in here. So it's not PC at all. No, obviously. it was really funny. And all right, let's bring the Chinese chick up and the, she should be smart. And the black guy will come up and don't be late. You know what I mean? It's like, oh my God, stop saying. Like, I know I can be very but it, but abrasive. It, but it, but it, it's making fun of it's that. It's making fun of yeah, that. Showing how stupid and it is they, to be. And they, the audience so members, stereotypical. the Chinese gal and the black fella, they loved it. They right. were eating it up. They thought it was so funny, which it makes, you are know, like, okay, I don't feel so guilty laughing. <laughs> but uh, boy, that was a good time. But here's the highlight. Well, I would say the best part of the trip. Having breakfast with your father. What? And your stepmom. My parents were part of your fun. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Not only that, I made it. Uh, they were very. Uh, they were a little inflexible because they, they had some stuff to deal with. But they were, they were perfect once we were able to lock down a breakfast. Did you have a nice convo? Oh, I was I was with them for two hours, and your father. I tell you what, your dad, Victor, is. So spectacular because... He's a great dude. The dude walks in. He's so happy. He's wearing an Acapulco shirt and white pants. And they were crisp, clean, white <laughs> crisp. shorts. And old people, I get very nervous. Old people shouldn't be wearing white. For obvious My dad reasons. pulls it off. He, Dude, I'm like... He, he ain't. It, it don't look like he's diapered up. So if he has an accident or anything, he's. I think he's wearing drawers under there, if not a speedo. I have no idea. Uh, sits down, brings blueprints to show me the compound that they're building. Yeah, they're there. building a house. And uh, oh, we just had the best time. That's great. And 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 Sheila, you know, your stepmom was great, and she's so funny. And she is. And I was really moved by her because, um, you know, she's kind of the last of. All of, all of her siblings have passed. She's one of seven, and yeah. there's only two left now. Two left, yeah, yeah. right. Who's the other one? The funny thing, uh, it's uh, her sister, Lori. Lori, right. Lori's, so Lori's alive, and Lori. Sheila's okay, alive. Right. Everyone else is gone. So Sheila's the youngest. Uh, but you know, Sheila, I mean, she's she's really, she sees right through you. You know, She does. Like, she's looking at me, I'm like... Which sometimes isn't so fun. Yeah, you get a little nervous. You <laughs> yeah, get a little it's like, nervous. really? Do you just be present, Sheila. Yeah, yeah no, she's, <laughs> she's looking right at me. But um, I was very moved by the fact that... Uh, they go to 
Ronald McDonald House to hold premature babies. They do. They hold babies that need to be held because the mother is, you know, sometimes on drugs or right. the mother is absent or in the, and babies, you know, need to be held yeah. or they get, literally it changes your brain chemistry yeah. and even your brain neurons. So a lot of studies on that yeah. where you, the, the human baby needs touch. Yeah. And sometimes the mother isn't there. So Sheila right. and my dad are like surrogate isn't humans crazy? to hold these babies. I have no idea. Yeah. They just started doing that. I, I would do that with puppies, but I, you know I don't really want to hold. You would rather hold babies. a puppy than a human. I know you. <laughs> but I was really blown away by that. I'm like, you do? You hold babies, preemies? You sing because you know those Silverman girls and boys. They always love singing. They're singers in the family. Yeah, Sheila's and, a great singer. Oh yeah. So uh, so it was just almost went pro once. Oh yeah. No no doubt. I just I, I was so good to see them because you know. Out here in L.A., man, uh, I, I got no family. I got you, you know, but, but, but not like old people. I don't have any old people. No. Family. My, my grandma is 90, and she's out in the desert, and right. I don't ever see them in their Trumpies. But, but seeing Sheila and Victor, like, my God, this is family. Yeah, you haven't seen them and connected in a long time. No, so we really, really had a good time, and uh, I just was so happy seeing them. That's great. So That's great. <laughs> but I do understand your, your, your thing. About, you know, you come into town, you stay three nights and you're yeah. out. Yeah, it's pretty enough. much. Yeah. yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, fa family just has to understand that. <laughs> yeah. And our last night, we actually went and saw Cousin Christine, who's on Nicole's side of the family. Okay. And I've and met her and she's great. She's the fucking best. So what's great about her is she was married years ago to Nicole's cousin Lee. Well, they got a divorce. So you would think that we would lose her in the marriage we lost lee fuck lee fuck lee we want to hang out with chris Absolutely. and party with chris so she's still our cousin and she's still out there dude morning noon and night all we did was hide in the house with the dogs they have two dogs i brought my two dogs nicole worked on the laptop and chris and i drank and watched horror movies all day long well that is your dream <laughs> that's my dream. That's my dream every day yeah dude. forget vegas and we we ended on rosemary's baby because wow that's Christine a great way to end. hadn't seen it in so long that's great i tell you what i know i've spoken about it before on this show but it is i think without sounding too over the top i think it's one of the very greatest films ever made you i know, think it's a masterpiece what girl probably maybe unconsciously doesn't want to fuck the devil <laughs> you know, I think it might be basically a lot of women's fantasy. I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was, uh, that's what's been going on, man. <laughs> that, I don't know if I have much more to add, dude. That is like a, that sounds like a, a 70-30 yeah. Vegas trip. Oh, and 70 I, pain in the ass, but 30% was really good. And I tried the uh, KFC Cheeto sandwich. What do you uh, think? Well, I got to be Chester, Mr. Chester. Chester as Colonel Sanders. I know. So I got Congratulations on that. But, uh, that is a big deal in the icon world, yeah. in the world of mask not mascots, what I'm talking about, like, uh, I, yeah, uh, not icons, what's the world I want? Spokespeople. Well, they are iconic mascots. They are, they are. Yeah. So you combine both, which yeah. I think is a first, isn't it? I don't know. Well, I'd have to investigate, they couldn't but... have picked a better dude to do it, and I'm congrats on you, and I hope it leads to other great things. Well, I, I, think, I think all of this marketing... Um, is so great. Like I'm, I'm so blown away by the marketing firms I get to work with because they're it's great, so smart, and they come up with the craziest, most thought provoking, not thought provoking. Well, yeah, kind of thought provoking, but just idea. creative, creative stuff. And that sandwich is no different than if any chef, if a chef put that sandwich out in his restaurant, it would be a super huge. Is, is it pretty cheesy though? 
Um, is it is it Cheetos on top of a chicken fillet? Uh, underneath. Underneath. Correct. So it's crunchy. Very. The crunch was the best part. Really? Yeah. And it's got a, a what something that's called like the Cheetos sauce in there. But oh. it's so funny. Like if you go to YouTube uh, and you look at the comments, you know, people are seemingly scared. But I think this thing's been great because it's, I don't want to eat that. And they go and they eat nine of them. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's, it's bold and flavorful and different. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was a highlight actually going to the KFC in Burbank <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon, Nicole and I. And like, you know, there's this big Chester cutout, you know. Dressed like the Colonel Sanders. Sure. And uh, that was a lot of fun. That's great. And the wedges were good. And of course, no one knows who you are in there, so. Yeah, life is very surreal right now. No, life is unbelievably <laughs> surreal. Dude, just fucking get some context. Oh, oh and one more thing I want yeah. to say before we leave. Right. Uh, go to Netflix, type in the epic tales of Captain Underpants, and go look at, there's a new season that just hit on uh, Friday, uh, this past Friday, and go to episode 11. I'm the main villain in that episode. I'm, I'm a character called Laser Lightmare, and then I play two hillbillies named Billy. So go check that out. That was such a fun job, and I, I was a little nervous with how it was going to turn out, and it turned out great. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, so, so go check that out. Will do. Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants. Final thoughts. <laughs> I'm going to have more of this uh, wine and then hit the road. That didn't come out right. Thanks for coming, dude. Hey, thanks, brother. Hopefully we'll have uh, less technical difficulties next yeah, time. Yeah, and... Um, Sorry about that. We'll talk uh, guests afterward, because I have a couple options. And I have, I, have a, I have a request for a guest that you've mentioned before, but I'm not going to say it right now. Okay. We'll see if that, that person can happen. Cool. Everybody, thanks for listening. See you next time. Cheers. <laughs>